Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the West Coast Offensive. I am your host, Kyle Dewhurst, joined by our forever guest, Drew Ager. Week two of the NFL has passed, and a lot of good games. Sunday night, uh, Ravens, Chiefs was good. Raiders, Pittsburgh was all, it was good as well, I'll say. Uh, my my uh, Dolphins, not my Dolphins. I don't know why I said my Dolphins, but Dolphins got blown out. That was fun. Excited for next week. Raiders face them. I'm expecting to go 3-0 for the Raiders, but that is in the future, Drew. Uh, this week... Thursday night. We didn't even talk about Thursday night real quick. Uh, Giants and Washington. That was actually a good game. Uh, football team wins 29 to 30 on Thursday night. It was sloppy, but I am into Taylor Heineke. Uh, I don't think he's going to be like long-term the answer at a quarterback position, but for a guy who last season was taking college classes at the beginning of the NFL season to now get his first win on Thursday night, not saying he's going to be successful, but Cool story for the guy, and overall, I mean, hey, it wasn't the worst Thursday night football game for two teams coming out of the NFC East, right? Yeah, I think it depends on, like, what you mean by, like, a good football game. Like, <laughs> as you said, it was incredibly sloppy, right? Like, it was not good football. It was an entertaining game. That's it was a competitive game. Um, I enjoyed watching the game. It, it, I, I wouldn't consider it to be necessarily a good football game with those uh, uh, two teams going. Um, I, I will, you know absolutely say taylor heineke has played tremendously better than what i thought he would be able to play um just in terms of you know what we've seen from a lot of backups uh uh it's also been something with him i mean we, we saw what that buccaneers defense did to every other team in the playoffs last year um heineke actually played relatively well uh he, there's a mobility to his game he's not you know lamar jackson but he can he has more escapability than what uh, uh ryan fitzpatrick has i think most importantly the team buys into him you know um they really like what they have they made the playoffs last year with Alex Smith playing on one leg and uh, a couple of Dwayne Haskins starts, right? Like, like this team, especially when you look at like a team like like at the Cowboys, the Washington's not quarterback dependent. They're they are they have great skill pieces and they have a tremendous, tremendous, tremendous defense, specifically that front seven. I I. My feelings about them from the beginning of the season until now haven't changed drastically from Ryan Fitzpatrick to uh, uh, Heineke. I thought there would be a bigger shift. I thought as soon as Fitzpatrick went down, my first instinct is go ahead and sign Cam Newton. At least he's familiar with with Aaron uh, Rivera. It looks okay. It's not a good, good uh, division, although we can also say say, uh, the Eagles are playing like a whole lot better than what I think anybody in the world anticipated i mean except for maybe the people inside philadelphia so uh yeah uh but i still have reservations about daniel jones and that that was the bigger storyline to me that that came out i just the more i see of him i think he's uh i think he's a really mediocre starter i think he's probably you know that that like andy dalton um role they have skill people on that giants offense granted the offensive line's terrible but they i think this is the year that they 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 just see exactly what they have in daniel jones and then inevitably move off from him either next year or the year after i totally agree with that yeah i think this is daniel jones last year in new york unless he keeps going i mean he had a couple really good runs uh but other than yeah. that it's like you know what you got with him and yeah. he, so far he has not shown anything more so totally agree with that there uh looking at let's see let's go to raiders steelers you watch uh 
what a game. What a game for the Raiders, right? Uh, it was pretty sloppy at first, but Raiders are 2-0. and Drew, I want to hear what you thought of the game other than me just talk about the Raiders. Yeah, I mean, the offense looks great. Derek Carr looks great. In the last six quarters, they've been phenomenal, right? Uh, I think that they were significantly better just as far as using the totality of that offense in week two than in week one, with the exception of uh, the running game. But the fact that they were still able to uh, uh, to win without Josh, Josh, uh, Josh Jacobs and really without the ability to run the ball effectively at all during that game, I think says a, a lot about Derek Carr and that offense. Uh, defense obviously looks a whole lot, lot better too. Max Crosby, whether it was just, uh, you know, the like the alcohol or having somebody on the other side of, of that line, like he's... He he's not just a good player anymore. Like he's like he's like a like a top pass rusher right right and right now. So I'm curious to see how 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 that continues. My biggest question though with uh, the Raiders though is that like and this I think goes to your point about the Ravens when you say like it doesn't matter what they do in the regular season. Let's wait until we get until the playoffs. I'm used to the Raiders starting two and zero. Right, like I'm used to the Raiders winning games in September. What are they going to do in December, right? That's that's the the biggest question to me is that they they've they've gotten off to what six and three uh, records in the past two seasons. So like they've they've yeah so 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 they've started off well. This shouldn't be surprising anybody. But how is that going to continue as you know teams grow, rookies get experience, injuries occur? How is that going to translate later into the season? Um, Great game beating Pittsburgh in that fashion, I do think says a lot about that team. Ra- Raiders look better to me than what they, they did last year. I think Pittsburgh is not going to be uh, as good as they were last year. I had them really on that wild card bubble. I'm not sure if they get in. Um, but yeah, Raiders do look re- really, really good. The whole AFC West really looks uh, pretty good to start off the uh, to start the season off. Yeah, they do look pretty good to start. Uh, yeah, I mean, Derek Hart, 817 yards overall the past two games he's leading the nfl by over 100 yards uh of course they had an overtime game where he did have to throw the ball and yeah i think what you said like they had no running game didn't matter they still had Kenyon drake out go for those passes run a couple even Peyton barber uh out of nowhere siding he's running for a couple first downs at the end of the game too they couldn't run the ball at all and it was at the end of the game so i like how you said it is the totality of the offense and the whole team it's every team made plays uh the kicking game was on point i got daniel carlson in my kicking league he scored 14 points on my fantasy team surprised but i loved every second of it but you know the whole team up and down contributed to that game and i do agree max crosby having someone else there can actually go do something right uh yannick Nagakwe had a leg injury hamstring nothing serious he still played but he definitely was not really rushing the pe- rushing the quarterback he was almost there as a decoy in my mind I, I really think he was kind of was on the field to be that presence and leader out there too but like he didn't do much and it, it still freed up Crosby and other players to do that and again Max Crosby was second place right behind um the guy from San Fran pass rusher uh Bosa. So. yeah in uh rookie uh defensive rookie of the year he was right there like and I thought he got beat out he stats wise Max Crosby was better that better that rookie year, but Nick Bosa won games for the Niners, which I think edges him out at the end of the day. Yeah, look it up. Uh, but this guy is good, and it was last season where they had no other option. He got double teamed, and he got slowed down, and now that he has other options, you got Solomon Thomas also has a sack on the game and was a wreck in the middle of that line for the Raiders. So I think that depth is really good, and again, yeah, it does go back down to 
how does it continue going on? You need that consistency. And once teams actually get film on this defense, will they get figured out? Because this is a new defense. No one knew what the Raiders defense was going to look like. You could surmise based on uh, Bradley's older defenses, but uh, that is something to, you know, and that is the thing with the Raiders. I'm happy. I think we can go 3-0, and you know, to start the season. And this was the hardest part of the first part, right? Up until the bye week, these two back-to-back AFC North teams was the toughest part of this uh, schedule for the Raiders at the beginning until the bye. So this is huge for them. But again, yeah, it's that consistency. Great. I'm happy, but we'll see what happens with it. You got that stats? Yeah, it depends. I mean, Max Crosby had one more sack, but Nick Bosa had more uh, tackles. He had more assists, and he had an interception. It's not showing fumbles right here. So, I mean, it's it's like depending right on how, how, how you want to look at that. Similar, absolutely, but I think, like... I think Nick Bose is just better. I mean, like, 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 like from, from, from the, from the eye test, like, yeah, I, I think Nick, Nick Bosa, and I hate Nick Bosa, but like, I definitely like think that he, he deserved to be rookie of the year defensive. Yeah. That's not year. a knock at all against Nick Bosa. That's just the Raider fan being like, Max earned it more. Uh, but he was right there in that conversation too. Uh, so yeah. But I think that's why I, I don't trust the, uh, the Raiders going long term is because like, yeah, it's great that like you, you drafted Max Crosby and you got, got him in the fourth round. That's killer. But you're so bad at drafting so many other positions. The amount of third round picks, I think it's three third round picks total now that they've had that haven't suited up for them. Um, yeah, there's the, Bowden, Junior, Tanner Muse, and there's one other guy. Those are high picks, like to just never even play, right? Um, and there's a... like you're going to whiff on some guys, but to have a whiff that badly to where you're cutting somebody like before the season starts, like that's, that's a, a major whiff, especially when you consider like you could have traded that third round pick and legitimately got a really good player. Already Moss was acquired for a fourth round pick. I mean, just like, <laughs> yeah, especially like Mike Mayock has said before, like, and, and Gruden has said like, yeah, no, our third round picks are the hidden gems, right? Like we, we, they had three or four third round picks across two drafts, three drafts, something like that. They've had a lot of third round picks, but again, most of them are gone. And most of them, I mean, Lynn Bowden Jr. didn't even play a snap. They traded him in the off season, <laughs> the year he got drafted to Miami. He didn't do anything. Uh, yeah. Got on the practice field and they're like, no. And I, I do appreciate that though. Cause it is like this locker room is so connected and they are in, very much playing for each other right now and that's huge and i think that really does go in part of it but that's something that on the outside looking in you really can't see and you really can't comment on much but maybe these guys just weren't those guys but the perception is yeah like these guys are not you you draft them and you trade them away you let them go they get signed on other teams practice squads so what does that do for you so it is something that long term we'll see how that goes but i don't know we'll see uh I want to talk about Saints and Panthers because Panthers are off to a 2-0 start. And this was a team that we saw with Sam Darnold. We were excited to see Sam Darnold outside of New York. And so far, you know, I watched highlights of it for both week one and week two, and he looks good. Um, obviously not elite level quarterback at all, but this Panthers team could be one to mess with. I mean, this is a Saints team that blew out Green Bay, which I definitely am now leaning towards Green Bay just being off um uh, since rogers was f- back in for the first time in a long time but you right? said last year too so, yeah, last year. <laughs> yeah. uh so you know that loss is what it is but then the saints i mean they got blown out by the panthers 26 to 7 
uh, Winston looked like the Winston before LASIK surgery. Uh, I mean, I, I like what I'm seeing out of Sam Darnold, and I think this Panthers offense looks better with him. He he can actually throw the ball. He has time. Um, Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore on the receiving end for the Panthers – solid receivers he it was sam darnold obviously trust him robbie anderson was a guy i wanted the raiders to go after at one point because I, I like his ability to play the ball right uh drew what do you see out of this panthers offense and sam darnold because i know you've been super critical of new york quarterbacks for good reason uh what do you see out of sam darnold yeah, this is the first time that Sam Darnold has had uh, an, an adequate offensive line. The first time that he's had legitimate receivers uh, receivers with an S on it. Like, I understand that you had Robbie Anderson for, for two years with uh, the Jets. Like, so what, right? I mean, the fact that you have a Christian McCaffrey type, like, he, he has so much skill around him. There was a reason this guy was the second overall pick, right? There's a reason almost universally he was projected to be the first overall pick ahead of Baker Mayfield, and the Browns decided to do what, what the Browns do. Uh, I love what I'm seeing right now. Matt LaRue is a great offensive mind. I really liked how, how the Panthers rebuilt themselves last year. I think it was what we saw with Brian Flores with Miami that, that first year, like they, they, they didn't win a ton of games, but they were competitive. They were close. They were playing hard. Um, the, the defense for the Panthers is what has impressed me the most so far. The, the, uh, the Panthers offense is, is doing reasonably what I expect the Panthers offense to be able to, to, to do i've always liked sam darnold i just don't like the new york jets it's the same issue where i think like zach wilson might have you know this insanely high ceiling according to dan or 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 velosky um he's still playing for the new york jets and he had four picks yesterday or or on sunday right like if you you can you can put lipstick on on a pig it's still a pig right so i just uh, and, and, and that's what, what, like I said before, like, like especially with uh, uh, quarterbacks, it matters where, where, where they land. Sam Darnold went to a great spot for him. That division, especially when I think you have a, a mediocre Falcons team that I don't really think has a great sense of, of identity. I do think Arthur Smith's a good offensive mind, but like that, that team is just, I, I feel like they're stagnant. Um, and I, 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 I it, between them, the follies that we've seen with the Saints so far, um, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if uh, Car uh, Carolina was able to, you know, run off uh, 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 a couple wins here. I also do want to say, I think we're a little bit prisoner of, of, of the moment right now. I think when you do beat a team like Green Bay, who was in the NFC Championship game last year, 30, 38 to 3, and then try to get back up for, for week two, I'm sure Sean Payton is going to have them uh, working really hard at practice this this uh, uh, next week. Um, but it's great to see the Panthers. It's great to see Sam Darnold uh exceeding here because the league is better when we have good quarterback play and right now we have a ton of good quarterback play and even if it's not great young quarterbacks that i enjoy watching yeah that's the thing. yeah there's a lot of young quarterbacks and i i was watching the uh we're not going to talk much about the monday night football game because it was whatever Devonte adams did not do enough for me he just needed like a step more just one more step of yardage and i would have won my fantasy football game that's okay. Oh, still just just say though about Mon uh, Monday night. Like that's like that's what I expect the Lions to be though. Where it's like you come out, you have a lot of energy and passion, and then you have ten penalties, right? Yeah. Like 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 they were like, leading at halftime, and they didn't yeah. score another point. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. uh, and yeah. just turning the ball over like crazy. That sloppiness like, is what I expect out of Dan Campbell. This I will say though, it's not surprising that. Um, 
Goff had those fumble issues with the ball with weather. It was raining. It was pouring. It, this I don't think this guy is a cold weather game guy. And I think that's something we talked about when the trade first happened, when we brought Jared on. Uh, that was what, a, you know, something like, yeah, I mean, Goff could find success, but it, success, but it is Detroit. And like, he has to play outside in that, in those games, not outside in Detroit, but he has to go to Green Bay and to um, Chicago. Chicago twice, uh, at least once. And I mean, we saw in Green Bay, it was rainy and he had a really sloppy game in the second half. So we'll see when they played, or I forget when they played Chicago, but I think that's something for him. He needs to improve on that if he wants to find success in Detroit, uh, because those are, those are games that they honestly could have won. Uh, <laughs> they really could have. They changed their defense up. Uh, at halftime and it just looked different in green bay with behind aaron jones four touchdowns uh you know what can you do there right sunday night let's go back to sunday night i know i jumped the gun on monday uh i was gonna say a story but i forgot monday night we had or sunday night we had the ravens and the chiefs lamar jackson finally got that monkey off his shoulder and defeated patrick mahomes and patrick mahomes the king has fallen no more perfection in september first time he's thrown an interception in september for the first time in his whole career and i saw this on twitter and i do want to say this list that was a bad pass right no one's talking about this but that interception they were all talking about the stat and how amazing it was that he hasn't thrown an interception in september but he was being tackled and he he, he finally got caught you know where he makes those crazy throws and you don't know how he makes them and the, uh, another quarterback tries to make a throw like that and he it would be easily intercepted this is the first time it's happened in september and yeah, bad throw on Patrick Mahomes, but a fantastic game. 36-35 comes down to Lamar Jackson telling Harbaugh, I mean, Harbaugh asked him, but telling Harbaugh, yes, I want to go for it on fourth down. Ultimately, he secures the win with a quarterback sneak up the middle for that first down to seal the win. So, Drew, this game, what did you see in it between the Chiefs and the Ravens? Yeah, I mean, I was definitely surprised to see the game as close as as it was. Uh, I mean, obviously, you see some of the big differences that that a crowd makes. Uh, we had Kansas City and Baltimore last year, and um, I mean, Baltimore rolled them on a Monday night game. Uh, I think this was a really awesome opportunity for Lamar Jackson to step up. I I still the the thing that was like I still struggle with if you're down by you know seven under two minutes as much as i love lamar jackson i probably don't want him being that guy and 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 i guess i should say if you have two minutes and like two two timeouts sure i want him if you have 45 seconds he's probably not that guy we're like i think brady or mahomes or a lot of those people would still be able to like orchestrate their way down um uh ravens looked uh you know a whole lot better overall um defense looked uh, better um uh offensive line looked a uh, better uh it, i i just think like like the chiefs are so unbelievably talented um and i think what the ravens showed is that this is how you're you're gonna beat uh the chiefs like you're not going to beat them by playing ball control you can try what what cleveland does it doesn't work. You have to be able to put up points. You have to be able to win in a shootout. And at the end of the game, you have to be able to go for the kill, right? Like that. Yeah. I, mean, I, I it, it was a, it was a really gutsy call. It's not a call that I probably would have been able to make. Um, so credit to John Harbaugh and to Lamar Jackson specifically, but that those are the plays I think you have to do if you want to beat Kansas City. 
Oh, for sure. Yeah. Cause if they don't go for it, they punt it back. And even though there was a limited time, uh, just over a minute, that's too much time. Mahomes yep. has scored in like what, 20 seconds, you know, like it's just too much time for that Kansas city offense. So I loved it immediately on that. They didn't get that fourth or that first down. I was like, they need to go for it. Otherwise I'm pretty sure Kansas city is going to win. They just need a field goal too. So, uh, that's not that hard, but Lamar Jackson had two interceptions and they still overcame it. So that's, that's the thing too. You got to be almost perfect against the chiefs. And if you're not, you also got to make the chiefs mess up. And they did, they had a couple fumbles, they had an interception, uh, and that's huge for opposing defenses to do to the Chiefs. And I think that's something that when you do that, you've got to capitalize it. And that's something that the Ravens did last night, uh, for sure. And Jackson was on another level, honestly. Uh, he Or not last night, a couple of days. But he, you know, that jump pass to Hollywood Brown, uh, who was wide open in the middle of the field. Uh, crazy throw, and he had to make that. And then his little cartwheel into the end zone. Uh, just, okay, you know what? I... I I'm still waiting to see how the Ravens do the whole season. But this was something I was worried about with the Ravens and go the why I think the Ravens weren't going to be that good this year or we're going to regress slightly was because of Jackson's play. But so far, he elevated it and he took down uh, that proverbial monkey on the back of taking down Patrick Mahomes finally. Uh, It was not in the playoffs and it's only week two. So it is what it is. I, I don't think that means as much as it does in the playoff scenario, but it is something uh, and especially in the way he did it and winning the game, running for it, saying he wants to go for that play. Uh, I think that's huge for uh, the Ravens going forward. Drew, there are only a couple 2-0 teams right now. I want you, I'm going to tell you them and I want you to tell me if they're for real or not. Are these teams that are, you know, they're for real or they're not. So let's start with the Buccaneers. They're 2-0, defeated the Falcons this week. They're for real, right? Yeah. yeah. They're, I mean, bringing back 22 starters, like they, they're so good and they're, they're better than what they were last year in the reg- regular season, just due to health alone and a full off season and practice time. Like, yeah, they're, they're ready to go. Yeah. That's what I thought. That's why I started with them. <laughs> uh, let's go. Let's go to the West now. Uh, NFC West. We have the 49ers NFC. I guess it M. NFC West, we have the 49ers 2-0, and uh, barely escaped Detroit, and then, uh, of course, last night took down the, I know the team, I see the logo in my face, in my head, but I can't think of who they played. Um, Vikings? No, it was somebody else. No, I literally see the play? logo in my head. Uh, it's that one team. This is... Eagles, yep. I wanted to say Atlanta. Anyways, they played the Eagles, uh, escaped with 17-11 win, uh, What's going? Uh, are they for real at two and zero? Yeah, I mean, I I think that like if we recall back, this was was a team that was a Jimmy Garoppolo uh, completion to Emmanuel Sanders short of winning a Super Bowl uh, a year ago, or I guess two years ago, and then last year they had the worst injury luck of any team in <laughs> NFL history, right? Like, uh, I think that they're loaded. Their defensive line is is great. You you've lost a couple pieces over, over the years to Forrest Buckner, Sal, uh, Salman Thomas, but like. You, you you have so much talent on the, on that defense, even in regards to the injuries that you've suffered this year. Uh, that offense is is amazing. Although, how do they? I'm just thinking like they, they've already lost Jason Verrett and Raheem Moser this year. Like I I don't get why their injury bugs are are so bad. Um, yeah. 
Uh, I think that the 49ers are are a great team. I think that the NFC West is probably the best division in football. I think the NFC and the AFC West are the best two two divisions in in a football. When 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 the weakest team is the Broncos, who are not bad right now, like I I think that 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 says a lot. Uh, but yeah, I I I I, I totally buy into uh, the 49ers as being you know a Super Bowl contender this year. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think you know having a close game against uh, Detroit and then having kind of a close game against uh, the Eagles here last year. That's kind of surprising, right? Uh, No, going off what last year was going into this season. That's kind of surprising that they almost lost or that they were closer games than you would have think, but those are both road games. They won two and O on the road to start the season. That that's, that's huge. So yeah, I I do think that once we get, especially when they get home uh, and I think this is going to help them ultimately playing these two teams, especially that game of Detroit, like, they they did have to have some fortitude there to pull this to hold on to that win, and I think I do think those those matter, especially against even though it's, you know, Detroit and Philadelphia, uh, not saying much about the teams, but uh, it helps the team overall. So I do think yeah, this is a for real team. Let's go Rams two and zero, sticking in the NFC West. For real, I love the Rams. I loved the addition of uh, Matt Stafford. I think that their offense is finally able to do everything that they want it to be able to do. And as long as the Rams can stay healthy, because they have so much money and cap space in, uh, they, they are the most top heavy team in the NFL. When yeah. you look at guys like, I mean, they have the best defensive lineman in the, the NFL. They're the best defensive back in the NFL. Uh, I mean, that one you can maybe argue, but Aaron Donald's probably the best player in the nfl right yeah, so like i uh, the fact that you have all of that i think getting todd Gurley like out of there and being able to like rebuild some some of, of other things on the on the offensive line like yeah i i'd love the rams yeah yeah i agree um i would question stafford going over there but he clearly has shown and i'm happy for him because this is a guy who was in detroit his whole career and had some amazing games amazing plays uh but he was in detroit so I'm pulling for him here. Uh, the offense looks good. He was sloppy against uh, Indy, but they still got the win, right? And that's that's all that matters. It's week two, so work through those things. Uh, let's keep it in the NFC West. We got the Arizona Cardinals, Kyler Murray, uh, making a case for MVP here. He's moving up the a couple of the MVP rankings right now. Drew, is uh, Arizona for real? Yeah. I mean, I I, I think that they are. I think... If if you put them in the um, uh, you know NFC South, if you put them in the AFC South, I I think a lot of people would have the Cardinals winning that division. I think that they are unlucky by just the notion that they have to compete with, you know, three other really really good teams in their division. Kyla Murray looks like the truth. Uh, that offense continues to get better. DeAndre Hopkins, they were able to. I, I mean, they they stole him. Um, <laughs> the Cardinals, top to bottom, look really good right now, and the way that they've rebuilt that defense, they have a lot of playmakers there. I was so glad that uh, JJ Watt signed there as well. Um, yeah, I it's it's weird to say if they're for real, because like if, if like you ask me, are they going to make the playoffs? I would probably say no, but I think that they're really, really, really good. Um, it's just that it's those division games that I think like they're all going to end up beating each, uh, 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 each other up. But it would not surprise me in the slightest ab two of the wildcard teams come out of the NFC West. Yeah, for sure. 
I think the Cardinals, I really like them, and I do think they're for real, but uh, they had a tough game against Minnesota. They won because Minnesota missed a field goal, right? Uh, so they're, they were given this win almost, uh, you could say. Uh, not that they performed bad at all. They performed well, and Kyle, again, that offense is great, and the defense can hold its own when it needs to. Uh, but I do feel like this is a team I think could easily be fourth place in that division, and it's nothing against them, you know? It's just a stacked division. So, like you said, it's it's kind of bad luck that you're in this type of division. It is, because I could see them being fourth place, and I think that the odds are slightly angled towards them to be in last place in the division. Uh, and again, it's nothing against them. It's just the nature of that division. I think it's... Uh, yeah, I'm excited to watch those games. They're going to beat each other up. I love the type of arms race that the NFC West kind of had within itself of just getting as much pieces as you can because you have the people you want to win with right now, but you need to stack up, and they're just competing with each other right now. Uh, exciting division to watch. So let's go to uh, Panthers. We talked a little bit about the Panthers. Uh, 2-0, and is this a team that I think you kind of hinted at it earlier? Are they for real at 2-0? and yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that they're going to be, you know, 13 and four. Um, I I think they could absolutely be challenging for a playoff berth. I think they could be challenging for a, a division lead. I definitely am, you know, being prisoner of of, of of the moment right now. And so it's I, I think it's hard to say this, you know, after a, a you know, just two weeks with 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 what we've seen so far. But I really like everything that Carolina has done in the past uh, two seasons. Um, and when I look at that team, like I, I think I, I for sure like them better than Atlanta. I think that I, I probably overall like the Saints more, even though the Saints just lost to them. But yeah, I, I think that they're real in the sense that I think they will absolutely be competing for a division crown or at the very least a wild card uh, spot this year. For sure, I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, I think Bucks will run with vision, but depending on what the Saints do, uh, either Green Bay was the truth or Green Bay was a fluke, right? That first game. So uh, we'll see what Winston we get next week and what team we get, but I agree with that. Now let's end it with our other two teams who are from the AFC West and who honestly, if you put money on it, I bet you would win a lot of money if you said that the Broncos and the Raiders would be 2-0, and the only 2-0 and team in the division. Uh Let's start with uh, let's start with the Raiders because we kind of already talked about them a lot. Uh, are they for real? I'll say yes because they have a defense finally, and that's all I want is an average defense, and they're above average right now. Drew, are the Raiders for real? Yeah, I'm gonna say what what, what I said before. Like, I'm not gonna know until December, right? Like, uh, it, it 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 doesn't matter what they do now. They've started six and three the past two seasons, so two and zero oh is not out of the question or the realm of, of, of possibilities for for, for for them to do i don't know specifically if they've started to know the past two seasons but six and three is a very you know good record to start you you are in a great position to win your division uh at at, at, at a six and three um my biggest questions about the raiders aren't about the raiders it's in and and so i guess it's goes back to what i said about the cardinals right it's you have a, a chiefs team that is not going to be one and one this entire season um you have a chargers team that has Chargers are always going to have issues just due to the ownership. Like I, and I'm very aware of that. I, I, I don't think the Chargers are going to make the playoffs. Uh, but I do think that you have Justin Herbert, who, as much as I, I like Derek Carr, I think Derek Carr is the most underrated quarterback in the uh, NFL. Pro Bowler, he's great. 
Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes, I think are at a different level, right? So um, I, 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 I think that that's interesting. I definitely think that the Raiders will, will, will be competing for a wild card card spot. And maybe if like, I could flip flop, like take the Chiefs out and put, you know, the Packers in or or, or something like maybe like I think they could like le- legitimately compete. I think it's just so hard to bet against Patrick Mahomes now that, um, y- y- yeah, I-, I think they will be competing for a wild card spot. But but that's been what they've have been the past two years. And so if they so each of the past two seasons, they've added one more win. Right. So maybe they add one more win. And are 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 what you know ten and seven? Uh, is, is that going to be enough to make it in, in into the playoffs? Probably not, right? Um, I I do think that the defense has looked a, uh, a whole lot better, but I think it's just John Gruden has proven that he can win games in September. So I they're 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 the one that I have a big question mark about, and yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I agree with all that. So, uh, last team is the Broncos are two and zero. Drew, I have thoughts, but I want to. I'll let you start. Broncos two and zero. Are they for real? Yeah, I think the defense is is for uh, for real. But I think we've said that the past few seasons. I think Bridgewater. I like him a lot, but he's a, a bridge quarterback, right? Like he he's just limited. And although like. Before Jerry Judy got hurt, you can make the argument that the Broncos had, especially including Noah Font, like they had one of the best receiving cores in the entire NFL. Yeah. Uh, not necessarily special uh, uh, running backs, but they had, they had good skill uh, positions, good enough offensive line. Bridgewater with that defense and those skill pieces can definitely win you a lot of games. I just don't think it's going to win you more than that, especially in a division as competitive as the AFC West. So I... I'd like the Broncos. I definitely like going with, with Bridgewater over Drew Locke, if for nothing else, to just shut up Broncos fans. Uh, but but beyond that, I think you're just, you're stuck in this mode. And I think especially when you look at the AFC, right? Like you have Josh Allen, you have Lamar Jackson, you have Patrick Mahomes, you have Justin Herbert, you have Derek Carr. If you don't have an elite quarterback, like you need to be elite at every other spot on your team, like the Browns are, if you're going to, to a, a compete right and i think that's why i still don't like the browns as much as those other teams i think they have a phenomenal roster but baker's not a top five quarterback in the afc i think that that's going to come back to bite them yeah uh broncos are not for real okay that's my opinion uh they beat the giants in week one they beat the jaguars in week two and then they have the jets next week they're going three and oh right this is a team that the team was signaling that Drew Locke was their starter. The fan base thinks Drew Locke is phenomenal. Fan base is whatever. Uh, obviously, he's not. And they go with Teddy Bridgewater, who is a good guy, a good quarterback, who unfortunately his career was sidelined by injuries, right? Uh, he was in Minnesota, had a tr- horrific injury, and he's he's been a good player. He has recovered, but his career has just not been that solid going forward. It's been all over the place. So, yeah, cool. You got Bridgewater, but again, you don't have a quarterback. And I'm happy for you. You're two and zero, and you're gonna be three and zero most likely against the Jets. Congrats! But this is a team that they haven't had a challenge yet, so I'm still waiting to see this offense do something. So that's why I'm gonna say they're not for real until they prove it. Because cool, you proved it against the Giants, Jaguars, and most likely the Jets. Nick, congrats! You have a hell of an easy schedule to start off the year, uh, in my opinion. So yep. we'll see. Then they got the Ravens after that. Ravens, Steelers, Raiders, uh, Browns. 
you know, they can easily all of a sudden be four and three after winning three, you know? So uh, this yep. is a team that I think is going to be the bottom of the AFC and it's really because of their quarterback play. Um, not well, AFC, bottom of the AFC, AFC West. Or... Okay. AFC right. West. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, they'll be in middle probably of the AFC, but it's just their quarterback play is not on par and the defense. Yeah, it's good. But if your defense is always on the field, cause the other team also has, I mean, the other teams in the division have defenses too. So you tell, you know, so I, I think Broncos fans need to calm down. Uh, they are clearly not not as good as what the record says right now, and that's a hard fact for me. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's week two. Uh, looking at week three before we go, if I can get to the file I want to go. Uh, Drew, are there any games you're looking forward to next week? I think this week was a good week of football. A lot of fun games, but uh, looking at next week, we got... Monday night or Sunday night football, Green Bay at San Francisco. San Francisco's at home. Then that could be a fun game to watch. Philadelphia and Dallas on Monday night. That should be fun, actually. The more I think about the Eagles now and actually being a little better, that actually should be an entertaining game to watch. Dallas is all over the place. Uh, they've been really good, and then they make really bad mistakes. Uh, but I think, da- yeah, Dallas, I, I enjoy watching, though, because... I'm 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 fascinated by them in the way that I think people watch, you know, like Real Housewives of New Jersey and stuff. Like, I don't watch it going into a like I'm going to watch some some great football right now. But you do have some amazing re- receivers. I do like watching Dak work w- with w- with that offense and with their defense. I know it's going to be a high scoring game, right? So uh, it's it, it's fascinating, fascinating, fascinating watching them play. And to the Eagles' credit, they were a joke last year. I thought that they reached on Jalen Hurts when they took him. To be fair, a lot of analysts did. It's not like I'm watching tape on Hurts and I'm saying he sucks. The people that I respect most are saying I think he was taken too high. He's been better than I would have expected um, so far sure. in his NFL career. So we'll uh, we'll see if, if that continues. I, I will say a lot of the, the rookie coaches a lot of the rookie coaches won week one, right? Yeah. Or, uh, and, and so we'll see what that looks like uh, going forward. But uh, between Brandon Staley, between uh, uh, Dan Campbell and Nick uh, Sir- uh, uh, Sir- uh, Sirianni here, I thought this was like the worst coaching class to be hired in like yeah. NFL history. I'm and so sure. watching these teams lose is a little bit of a validation. A lot of people like Romo and Jim Nance were praising Brandon Staley in the hire and how he's going to be this like great defensive mind. Like he was a defensive coordinator for, for one season. Like, <laughs> can, can we hold great, back on this a little season. bit? Yeah. But Hey, he was next yeah. to, uh, wasn't it McVay? You know, yeah. he's a McVay prodigy. So, you know, that instantly means you're going to be a head coach. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah, anyway, there's really not a lot of marquee games coming up next week, in my opinion. Uh, Chiefs and Chargers division game, so that's going to be... I didn't see the outcome of that. They both are one and one so uh, a important game early in the season for them, but other than that, looking at the Sunday night game between Green Bay and San Francisco, see if Green Bay is still real, and if the Niners are real, uh, having those two closer games between the Eagles and the things, but... That is next week. Uh, Drew, you got anything else? Yeah, I, I'll be honest. I haven't, I haven't looked at, at the schedule for, for uh, next week. Oh, yeah, I, no, I, 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 yeah, I'm super curious to see what, what, what the Packers end up doing. 
Um, I know th that they got blown out. Um, I tended to lean more with Aaron Rodgers after that week one loss where it's like, it's one game. And you have a 17 game schedule, right? Like uh, it's one game, especially in the, in the sense that you had 12 snaps, I think, in the first half. Um, just just because of how that game they completely took Aaron Jones out of the game before the Packers offense could even get get going. Right. Um, and I think what we saw, especially last night, like they they need Aaron Jones to do everything that they want to do, especially with with, with an offensive line that lost Corey Lindsley in in the offseason that David back uh, back who's probably the best left tackle in football is still hurt. Right. Um, so you do have some of these other options. And I think you saw some issues with the offensive line play last night, although Rogers obviously holds on to, to the ball way, way too long. So there's different things you can say about that. A lot of the sacks Aaron Rodgers takes are on him and he has to acknowledge that. Uh, but I'm not saying that they're going to be 13 and three, but I, I don't think that they're going to be a bad team this year. And I think in, in a division where I think you have a really average bears and Vikings team and a really bad lions team, it, it's I I'm still expecting the, the, the Packers to pull this off. And I guess part of this is like, look, Matt LaFleur, 26 and six so far as in uh, I, I guess I should so 27 and seven now right um, I, I that that roster is so good um, I understand Rodgers had the the, the crazy offseason but I think now that he's here and they got their foot their uh, uh, their feet wet I I'm still expecting the Packers to be in first place I'm not expecting Aaron Rodgers to be MVP but I'm still expecting him to be a Pro Bowl quarterback this year uh, and if that doesn't happen like I'll definitely you know eat eat crow but like I <laughs> I've I've seen the Packers. I, I know I I've seen them suck for you know five games, and then Aaron Rodgers says relax, and everybody in Milwaukee is freaking the hell out about how bad the Packers are, and then they run the table and make the playoffs, right? Like so with like Rodgers and Brady and those guys, I'm kind of done doubting them until they just retire, right? Um, or until I see something that's going to make me ultimately change my mind about them. I agree. Yeah. Week one, it looked like the team was like, we're not with you, buddy. And then now, okay, clearly they're with them and whatever. It's over, right? It's Rodgers. He's the same Rodgers we've known. Uh, and it probably will be that way until he retires this offseason to go host Jeopardy. Probably not. Anyways, uh, that's been another episode of the West Coast Offensive. Uh, we've been your host, Kyle, and our forever guest, Drew Ager. Uh, we'll be back at some point next week with another one. Enjoy the games. Stay safe. Get vaxxed. Get vaxxed.